Welcome to the Honesty Club podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Sarah Joy. We've been friends for over a decade. And at this point, we've talked about everything. Each week, we'll take a hot topic and give our honest takes. And even better, we're inviting you to be a part of the conversation by submitting your stories and thoughts. Laugh a little, learn a little, and even feel free to disagree. You're invited to join the Honesty Club. Hey there, everybody. What's up? Hope you are having an amazing day. Amazing Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Yeah. Hopefully it's beautiful outside. You're... I'll set the scene. Hopefully you have (laughs) your weather of choice. What's your weather of choice? Sunny. Yeah. A light breeze. Yes. Um, Probably some iced coffee in hand. Yes. You know, I'm outside... Yes. Getting the sun. Tan, right. Getting tan. I'm in, I think I'm in your backyard in your little pool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or by the beach. Mm. Just one of those. Hearing some water flowing. Yeah. You know? Yes. Just water flowing, birds chirping. Yeah. Sounds I, amazing. If I had a hammock. Like a cool breeze Ooh. with like a sunny heat. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Chef's kiss. Absolutely. I'm so ready for that. That is an ideal weather for me. However, I also love a rainy, cozy day. It's true. If, so if it's gonna rain, stormier the better. It, you know. I always look back on stormy days with just the fondness delight. Oh, yeah. I love like that. the like the day that we were hanging out and Peter had like you know three three other guys over Matthew and like yeah. a couple other guys and they were doing their just deep talks right (laughs) and we were just goofing off and we went on a cookie run and then it was like storming so hard outside oh do you remember that yes it It was like crazy we thought we were gonna have like a we were having like tornado warnings or whatever we thought we were gonna lose our phones were like going off the sky was like green and churning and yeah a tornado was coming right yeah Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was wild. And was at that so point, fun, before that, we had barely had any rain. So we really needed exactly. the rain. So it was also part miracle. It was such a vibe. <laughs> and then the guys were getting into it because they'd say something like <laughs> epic. And then Lightning the thunder would be like, boom. And then they were like, what? Yeah, you know? exactly. So excited. We were just in the back, like crying, laughing at our podcast. That was when we were like editing. We were editing together. a podcast and it was just and so funny. And I said funny. something. And I couldn't get my words right. Yeah. And then it was just like from there on. It was such. I was. Those good gone. vibes. <laughs> those good vibes. And the cookies were so good too. Yeah. Was that like almost a year? How long was this? How long no. did we had the podcast at that point? No, I think that was like. I feel like that was like September. Okay. I don't think it was that long okay. ago. So we, yeah, we were pretty in. We yeah, just, we were in, but. We're just yeah. doing some doing yeah. editing or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think we were just editing that night, or I don't know. Wow. Trying to find a clip, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but it Who was knows? pretty great. Good. Times. Anyway, good, good times. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a life update? Been doing anything fun? Um, not really. However, yeah. <laughs> it is. If you're listening to this, it'll be on the twenty seventh. Right. So tomorrow. The 28th is me and Matthew's four-year anniversary. Woo-hoo! Can't believe it. 
Amazing. Four years. Congratulations. It's wild. It flew by. It really did. 100%. Also, it flew by, but like also it's like, how have you only been married four years? <laughs> you always say that. It's true though, but I think. Y'all that- are just one, like y'all are just one <laughs> item, you know? <laughs> yeah. Y'all are, y'all are indistinguishable from Especially each other. Especially for you, people you who are Matthew and Kelly. You're not just. Yeah. Kelly. Like, you know? especially because I moved here. Yeah. So then people really mainly knew us as, oh, yeah, as a couple. Matthew and Kelly. Mm-hmm. Unless they knew Matthew beforehand, you know. But yeah. they kind of got to know us more as Matthew and Kelly. Yes. And so, yeah, like people can't remember us apart or they think we've been married longer or mm-hmm. whatever. But like I yeah. am Sarah of Peter and Sarah yeah. Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just so, like we just, yeah. We're a thing. It's you know? true. Y'all are a thing. Y'all are y'all are it, pretty solid. It's wild. Four years. Wow. I know. But also, I was going to say the COVID years yeah. were in between those. Yeah. So that really threw people off. It also threw us off. We're just like, oh, It's like a lifetime. It? Yeah. Yeah. It was like four and one. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of does feel like it could be longer, but also, yeah. I feel like four years. I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's almost five. You guys have gone a lot of places, <laughs> a lot yeah. of cool places yeah a lot of memories like it's it's crazy to think that i don't know that we've just been married for that long already mm-hmm. when we yeah, we didn't date very long you know yeah so then it's just like oh my gosh we're already here like time just really flies yeah and now you can't imagine your life apart from this person yeah like what was it yeah. you know <laughs> it's just everything changes yeah it really does it's crazy yeah which you know our whole topic today is all about marriage i know we're so doing kind of perfect we are doing a marriage episode just in honor of y'all's mm-hmm. anniversary <laughs> so Thanks. it's gonna be great mm-hmm. yeah I'm excited to hear all the things i know yeah this is this is a fun one the topic today is things no one told you about marriage so yeah <laughs> we're gonna get to share it now so if you are um I guess getting married, you know, you can listen to this. We'll tell you the real scoop of right. what to expect um, that nobody ever talks about, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah. But, or if you are married, you know, you can just be like, oh, yeah, that is true. Like, I'm not good. alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Always a fun time. Do you have a life update? I am trying <clears throat> trying to think. Uh you know, when people, when I see people at church, they're like, how was your week? I'm like, constantly could literally never tell you what I did during the week. And it does not mean I have a boring life, but I do not know what I've been doing when you ask Why me Why do it. I have the same problem? I'm like, it's been good. Couldn't tell you anything. I couldn't even tell you what I ate this week. I mean, <laughs> yes, and I've so done hard. some bangers. So it's been a good time. Like, what do you want me to tell you about? Oh, um, TikTok randomly. Okay. I'll tell you about TikTok. Yeah. I mean, I've had a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a uptick. You're so, like, uptick on the tickety talk. You're like famous TikToker now. <laughs> so, that's a, it's a good time yeah. over there. How, mi- how much you got now? How many followers? Well, uh, who knows by the time this episode comes True. out. True. So, right more. now I'm at 18K, but who knows? Oh, my gosh. Honestly. You're so close to 20. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's true. That and I was just quick. a 10. Yeah. I know. That was real quick. Yeah. So, so yeah, you and I think 50, uh, I have one <laughs> video that I think is going to hit a million in the next like day or so. 
So that's fun. Wow. I have like three videos that are doing like real well, like kind of viral right now. So yeah, like every time I log in, (laughs) every time I log into TikTok, I'm like 100 notifications. Cool. Like, you know, and I just scan through them. She's famous. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like everybody else. I'm still (laughs) normal. I do regular things. I still like eat breakfast every day. And like, I don't treat people any different, really. (laughs) You don't have to treat me different just because I'm famous. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. So funny. That Um, is so wild to me. Yeah. One video is at 904.5K. Wow. So I think it's going to hit a million soon because yesterday it was at like eight or yesterday afternoon was at 860 wow if you're listening to this go yeah i know (laughs) and go watch that video get it to a million (laughs) it'll probably be at a million like tomorrow yeah well i mean watch it it, like get it further along thank you yeah (laughs) so that's fun that is fun yeah it's yeah it's wild you really put in the work you know you were posting constantly honestly i have always heard that every overnight success is like five years in the making or 10 years in the making. Wow. And honestly, I think so it's true. so true. That's a <laughs> because good it's point. Like, People don't see that side. Yeah. Cause it did just like boom, you yeah. know, but I'm like, I've been doing this literally so long. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you get TikTok? How, how many years? I mean, uh, well, I'm not just talking about TikTok, just other, but stuff like in making general. content. Yeah. You know, and doing house projects and like posting them. Yeah. You know, but TikTok I've been doing, oh, like a year and a half. Hey, that's really good. Well, thank you. Or maybe longer, I guess. Well, no, I started, <laughs> I started TikTok in 2020, but I wasn't like consistent with it, yeah. you know. So I started being consistent, I think at the end of 2021 and then 2022, I had a few virals and then, yeah, but not wow. like this. So no. fun stuff. It's booming. She's on her way. I'm on my way. I'm ready for you to get some more free stuff. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be working on that. <laughs> yeah. And so get it's, our, our it's a good time. I know. You to. know, it's just like, just because I did it on this channel doesn't mean I know how to make another one go viral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm over on this new platform called Lemon 8. It's a, uh, it's kind of like made by TikTok, but it's, it's like a blend of TikTok, Instagram and Pinterest. It's real cute. Everybody's well-behaved over there right now. <laughs> um, I have two followers. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm killing it. Still having a good time. Yeah. You know, still posting whatever. But yeah, two followers at the moment. Maybe it, I'll have like really four new. by the time this episode comes out. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's true. But also, yeah, people always, they'll do like on TikTok. Like, this is how you go viral, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, do they really... Is there really like an outlined plan or is it just that nah. some do like some videos do pop off or whatever reason right. and some don't I like don't I posted two videos yesterday. So this is just like not even 24 hours in. Yeah. One of them got 540 views. The other one is at 6,341. Exactly. So it's like, it's like there's why? no rhyme or reason. No. Really and some it. projects that I've done, I cannot get them to go viral. And I'm like, this is my coolest project. <laughs> yeah. Like, please. Like my closet built in. Yeah. I've tried my freaking darndest to get that one to pop off. And it will not. It's so weird. And people who do see it are like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. amazing. But like my views just are not there for that project. And I'm like, please. Like there's yeah. one video that has 
I don't know, maybe like 25K or something like that. But it is like part two of my closet build. So like it's not even the finished product. It's like me like doing the bones of it. I'm like, please, can the other ones go? (laughs) Please. (laughs) Right. That's so strange. Yeah. It is a weird world. That's mm-hmm. all I gotta I'm say. like, see the finished product because that's what I worked so hard yeah. on. But no, part one has 28.8k. The finished product, uh, five thousand or sorry, fifteen hundred. Like what? You know? Yeah. Please. No, it's not. It's not good at all. 28k driving down to 1k. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. <sighs> anyway, these are my woes. Yeah, well, maybe one day, you know, maybe it'll yeah. just pop off for no reason. Yeah, thank Never you. Know. People will go back and they'll like go watch everything. <laughs> well, <laughs> now I kind of don't want them to. I'm like, well, this stuff's I've gotten better. You know, and start deleting. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it's a good time. Well, let's get into it because we have a lot of uh, your stories to read today. Yeah. If you love cooking and being intentional with what you put in your body, you have to try 360 cookware. With a lifetime guarantee and made in the USA, this cookware is the perfect addition to your kitchen. I have the 11.5 inch frying pan and I love how easily it cooks everything and evenly. It's also really easy to clean. You can put it in the dishwasher, which is amazing. I also have the four quart slow cooker and I'll cook my apples and my oatmeal and it tastes amazing and it's just so easy to use. This cookware is free from harmful chemical polishes and landfill contributions, making it an eco-friendly option for your kitchen. 360 Cookware is offering our listeners 25% off all of their cookware when you use the code HONESTYCLUB25. That is one-fourth off your entire order of heirloom quality, surgical-grade stainless steel that you can rely on for decades to come. Again, use the code HONESTYCLUB25 when you visit 360cookware.com to get 25% off of your order. Discover the best cookware to help you create meals that you and your family will love. So this is going to be super fun. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. uh, Do you want to go first? I know you've had yours queued up for a while. Let's let's jump in and discuss. Yeah. Okay. Someone said, and I feel like this one was popular for people, that it's really not as hard as people say. 100%. I had a few people say that as well. Yeah. And I totally agree just because people say so often, like Mm -hmm. the advice is like marriage is so hard. Yeah. And you get kind of scared going into marriage. Uh You're like, man, I really like them right now. Like this is going to really stink to be annoyed with them all the time. (laughs) But like, okay, I'm gearing up for it. Like somehow they're going to be so unattractive to me. And we're going to have to really grunt at it to like love each other. So I'm ready, but... No, literally. It's so funny now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. I really thought like, oh, when's the moment where like (laughs) they're just going to be, you know, like gross to me. Right. And I haven't hit it yet. You know, and I'm like, is it coming? Like, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah. And people are like, what? The first year? So hard. Yeah. I'm like, the first year was like great. So like, it's been, I love marriage. Like, I feel like I was made for it. Like, I don't. Like, I love to always be with someone, mm-hmm. and this person is, like, 
you know the person you do everything with and mm-hmm. it's so easy and they know like every part of you and man it just yeah. it's fun it's like all you need i have so <laughs> many things to say about this and i'm just like i'm not if you had a really hard first year of marriage i'm not trying to say like yours doesn't count right but like that's not how it should be yeah maybe like let me just submit that to you like it doesn't have to be or maybe it shouldn't be that hard Mm -hmm. and it just seems like people only popularize the really hard stuff and they scare everybody else off so they're Mm -hmm. like you know yeah the first year of marriage Mm -hmm. is so hard marriage is hard work and what is the other thing they say oh uh, the thing that I was most scared about is people all the time are like, if I, I'm so glad my husband has a job like mm-hmm. that where I don't see him all day, because if we were around oh each other all the time, we would be at each other's throats. And I was like, shoot, what? we're going to work together, you know? Right, yeah. And I was like very spooked by that because I'm like, we're going to just be fighting all day if we're like, maybe I need to go get a job so we don't <laughs> right. have to like be around each yeah. other. Or, like, maybe his work style is going to, like, infuriate me. Right. And we can't be together all the time. And I'm going to need to go do my own thing so that uh, we're not, like, fighting. Yeah. And I, so I was, like, really scared of that. It was not, not like it, ever an issue. No. You know? No, I don't, I don't understand it because I never am, like, I need a moment away. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there are some people who are, like more introverted and they kind of like their time alone like they like to just be by themselves sometimes Mm -hmm. that is not me at all so maybe that's one factor but Mm -hmm. like i am never like i i don't get excited when he's gone at work yeah like i like when he's home um i whenever we have to leave each other for any reason like Mm -hmm. going somewhere else i'm always like oh man it's sad like i've just i haven't left i haven't left that moment of no sadness you know like yeah i think people act like that's just the beginning of marriage or whatever but no i haven't left that like four years in right you know (laughs) so So i'm just saying like you don't have to have a rough marriage no now here's the thing i'm not saying yeah i'm not saying that if a rough marriage happened to you that it didn't count or it wasn't real but i'm saying it doesn't that doesn't have to be the case it doesn't have to be everybody's story no i do i have heard some stories of people who you know got married and it was really rough you know, mm-hmm. even the first five years in, mm-hmm. and then they did work, went to counseling, got help, mm-hmm. and then it got way better. And now, mm-hmm. like, they're, you know, moving along the right path. Yeah. So that could be a factor for some people. But I, I, we've talked about this a little bit too, and maybe we'll get more into it. But I do think, like, if you haven't done the work beforehand and you jump into marriage thinking that marriage is going to solve every problem you had in dating then you're going to be disappointed yeah because everything is just going to be illuminated like it's a flashlight is going to be on every problem that you have the things you were annoyed at will be will still be there they will not change like all the things y'all used Mm -hmm. to fight over they will be there and they'll be like even worse yeah so i do think it's important to do the work yeah and some people have even said like get premarital counseling before you even think about marriage yeah because it really helps you like look into the things that maybe you need to process or talk about here's another thing i was talking with a friend of mine about this same topic and i'm like what is like hard that people talk about you know like yeah 
And so we were, uh, she was saying like maybe one of the things that is hard is getting married, but only having one type of love for them. That Hmm. is your foundation. And there are four types of love in the Greek. I know we've brought this up before, but there is eros, which is like a sexual, physical love. Mm -hmm. Then there's uh, phileo, phileo love, or and that is like uh, brotherly love. Yeah. And then there is agape love, which is like um, an unconditional kind of godlike love for people. Like it's a agape. It's like an overflow. It's not based on like what they do. It's yeah. just like an unconditional love for people. And then there's storge love, which is familial love. So I'm just saying like if you get married and you are just on eros, you're just on mm. attraction, mm-hmm. then yeah. there's not like <laughs> unconditional there yet. Right. So when they irritate you. Yeah. It's going to be like brutal. Absolutely. (laughs) So you have to work to maybe like develop these other areas first. But if you've had, let's say um, you've you've been friends with them for a while. So you have filet love. Mm -hmm. So you already have brotherly love going on because you have like friendship love. And then you add on attraction love. You've got two. Right. So like you have more already there. Absolutely. And then I feel like the storge love probably comes. That's a familial love. So that comes with time. Mm-hmm. And then agape love like comes when like I honestly believe like, you know, I do think it's probably more immediate for like a parent to child mm-hmm. of like, I don't care what they do. I'm going to love yeah. <laughs> anyway. But like the Lord will help you also have agape love for right. other people just because yes. it's like it's. It's more of like a supernatural kind of thing to like look over the bad things that people do and like yeah. choose to love them. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. good I feel like there. if you're just coming in with just one, it is harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> to build the foundation when you when you have one out of four. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people do that just because, you know, dating can be so like exciting and like passionate (laughs) even like yeah you know you're just on this high of feelings that you forget I think a lot of people forget to do the work of friendship or even um which is another type of love that's yeah like getting to know each other in a personal way asking the right questions talking about the hard things instead of like going so deep in and you're already so connected but you forgot to talk about all the hard parts right and then you do it later and you're like oh wait back up you know yeah it's just like it's a little backwards yeah totally okay let me read another one okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah that one go on forever i know okay um uh, this one says uh two become one not either of you you become something new together Mm, okay yeah i totally agree yeah absolutely it's not like it's not like you become them. Mm-hmm. It's not them becoming you. Right. It's you two are now a new thing together. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not even like you becoming their family or them coming into your family. It's mm-hmm. you starting your own family. Yeah. I totally You know, agree. it's so funny because obviously I knew that. But like recently I was thinking to myself, oh, we are our own family. Yes. Like we have a family. Right. That we're connected to. But ultimately now we are a new family that, you know, will start a new 
process of like having their own kids and like starting their own traditions with them and like all of that stuff totally. and so it is interesting because you grow up with your family and you forget that like there's kind of this outside part of it mm-hmm. which is gonna be mm-hmm. you, <laughs> you know? i feel like people maybe sometimes feel like they need to have like three or four kids and like a lot of chaos before they can call the yeah. shots and yeah. be like you know what like we're our own family we can't right. come you know we're gonna do our own thing for this holiday blah blah, blah. but like as soon as you're married you are another family right it's true so you already have that um i don't know like that um autonomy or license Mm -hmm. to make decisions for yourself and you get to make yeah those decisions yeah you and that person you know it's pretty cool yeah you are no longer you know legally or familiarly bound to other people because now you're bound to each other right so you can choose to still be a part of other things but like you don't have to Mm -hmm. this is not your first obligation yeah you're obligated to each other and the life that you're building together so right exactly okay another one you find out how selfish you actually are (laughs) but also sweetness of your best friend all right. I like that. They brought it around, too. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of times I feel like people focus on you only see how selfish you are. Yeah. But there's also, like, you know, if you have a great person by your side, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have to feel this, like, major pain and hurt all the time mm-hmm. when you see those parts of yourself. Yes. Because you know that they'll be gracious and you'll be gracious to them. And you you always say it, too. And I love this because it's so true. Like, if you go in planning to serve one another, then, yeah. like, you always will win because right. you're both trying to serve one another. Yes. And that is really what I think helps a marriage thrive because you're putting in 100%. They're putting in 100%. And you're just trying to outserve one another. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like maybe if you're, I don't know. I feel like if you both start out that way and you're not thinking this person is here to serve me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And make all my dreams come true. If you're like this, uh, you know, I'm willing to pick up their slack some days to treat them or like yeah. surprise them or I'm going to save up for this trip I know they wanted to go on or they'll do the same thing for you you know absolutely yeah and that's how you get your needs met you know right no i i truly believe that and matthew's always kind of like oh like i wanted to get to that first or you know and you just can feel like even if it's something that i mostly do yeah like just knowing that they are thinking about and noticing that you did that thing yeah and like even the appreciativeness of yeah you know thank you for doing that or like you know you just appreciate each other yeah and help each other out in every way possible yeah and you're not just thinking about how they can how they're not doing enough or how they can serve you or yeah you know because yeah we can all be very selfish yeah and it's very easy to think about just yourself yeah but i think it helps to think about other people even to get your get outside of yourself yeah you know and not think about yourself so much yeah definitely yeah yeah that's great (laughs) (laughs) okay oh my turn let's see okay this one 
Um, okay, real talk. Set your boundaries with in-laws on both sides early on in marriage. Mm, that's good. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like once again with the autonomy thing, you know, as your your own thing, like stuff will probably need to change with both familial relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. It's part yeah, of life. Absolutely. And yeah, you just start feeling the the boundary thing if you haven't done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then you're like, wow, okay. Or you could see the imbalance sooner if like one family gives you your space and the other one does not. Right. And then they're like still showing up unannounced to your house or like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Thinking that you should still be running all your trips and travels and thoughts and right. purchases by them <laughs> and you're like, like we no. don't have to do that yeah i don't need your input on everything you know um so you can just see the imbalance more if one of you is very involved right you know like i know a lot of times girls are like very attached to their moms mm-hmm. so they're like calling mom with every problem instead yeah. of going to the husband or whatever and that's right that's not good (laughs) you know what I mean absolutely that needs to be it doesn't mean that you can't confide or you know get advice or whatever but it just means like the order of operations like you go through your husband first right and you don't have to tell your mom everything or you know um yeah no it's true or vice versa right and I think it can be hard to know even how to start or how to do that yeah but i would say also if you you know you're listening to this and you're like oh i didn't do that or i still haven't done that you know it's never too late you can establish your boundaries at any moment and i think we talked about that in our boundaries episode as well but go back (laughs) yeah go back and listen but yeah it's never too late to start again yeah totally agree okay this one's kind of like the first one Mm -hmm. but i think it's cute um (laughs) it's that it gets better every single year oh yeah i agree i agree too you got more uh dimension there yeah you got more things to look back on you got more mystery together more inside jokes absolutely yeah you yeah you know each other better yeah like you know i was it's so funny thinking back because i remember i think it was a few years ago i heard i don't know if it was like on a tv show or real life i cannot remember but someone was saying how they like can be in the same room with their wife and if they give them a look they know exactly what they're thinking yeah and i was like oh my gosh how the heck like i don't feel like we're there you yeah. know but now if you would yeah. ask me today yeah i'm like matthew can see me and i will feel <laughs> like i have not given anything away yeah and he knows wow what like something wrong yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh, okay like we yeah, yeah we know each other really yeah. well like he knows my body language oh he yeah knows my faces mm-hmm. he knows how you know just whatever it may be and he can read me really well and i feel like i totally. can read him really well too sometimes i read him before he reads himself <laughs> i'm like are you okay and he's like no actually maybe i don't feel too good <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah totally so it's kind of cool how yeah. time can even help with that you know Yes. Yeah. You start reading nonverbal cues. Yeah. And just knowing more, yeah, more about each other. It's a, it's amazing. It's great yeah. to be able to go on. Okay. This is going to be a fun one. Um, let's let's really break it down. Okay. Spending all of your free time watching TV together can bring on the roommate phase quick. Ooh. 
That's right. good. So a lot of people responded to this, and I did post it in uh, stories. Um, and people were like, tell us more about the roommate phase. <laughs> yeah. So have you heard about the roommate phase? Not really. Okay. So, I, I mean, I've heard about it, um, I guess, on... I don't know, TikTok or something. Okay. That's just what people call it. But it's basically when you start behaving like more like roommates than like lovers. <laughs> yeah. So your relationship together becomes more of a living situation mm. than a connection. Yeah. So every time that you're together, you're eating and then you're doing the random chores that you have to do. <laughs> you're doing your random routines of like going, getting ready for bed, getting up in the morning. And then you come home and like the way that you unwind is just to watch TV. Yeah. And I get other things can put you into the roommate phase. But I think this is definitely a big one because yeah. TV is like so easy to use. Right. In place of uh, talking. Yeah. In place of like actually explaining what's been weighing on you mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. like how your day went um, in place of sex when you don't feel like it. Yeah. You can just watch TV because it's mindless and it's literally like, yeah, mm-hmm. you just you can do nothing and watch TV. So and it takes so much time. Yeah. Because no, you watch like one you episode can, and you're like two, three, four. Oh, heck yeah. You can really like get carried away. <laughs> two, two and a half hours, you know, yeah. every single night. Mm-hmm. And then you watch or you eat dinner while you're watching TV. Yeah. And then there's not even like the dinner connection, you know? Right. <laughs> so if you have been feeling like roommates, but all you do together or all your common ground is, is that you love the office. <laughs> it's like, well, turn off the office sometimes. Yeah. Because you need to like get to know each other and get to know your highs and lows and get to know where where each other are actually at and spend time together without those other distractions. Because yeah. once like if all you've boiled it down to, especially, you know, if they if you guys work separate all day, so you're not seeing them all day yeah. and then you come home mm-hmm. and then you eat and watch TV, go to sleep, wake up, they leave again. Like you are just being roommates you know and you're gonna probably feel that you know chances are that rings a bell you're like wow like I do just feel like our marriage is down to like nothing you Mm. know yeah we do just feel like roommates we're just coming in doing our household tasks paying the bills and never getting enough air to like want to do anything else yeah and I don't know. I think TV can definitely like suck all the energy out of the room. I know. I know it's like a personal thing, but I've never or sorry, rather we have never had a TV in our bedroom. Yeah. Just because it does sound great, you know, like cozy movie night, you know, (laughs) just watch a movie. Probably I would fall asleep, you know, every time. But um, it does sound like just fun. You know, sometimes let's just watch a movie in bed, you know, but like. If we did have that, we'd probably do it so often. Yeah. And it can take the place of so many other, like, meaningful parts of just unwinding, you know, talking, you know, just things that have been on your mind that you bring up, like, right before you go to sleep. And you're like, I'm just, you know, whatever. Absolutely. So I'm not saying, like, if you have a TV in your room, that's bad because you might have great boundaries. Right. (laughs) With your TV. But if you don't, 
like maybe just consider mm-hmm. no it's good i think we so we don't have a tv in our room we do like to watch tv at night some a bit i know? mean i do too and we do it all the time <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna lie it's probably more than we should however i don't feel like we're the roommate face <laughs> because like what happens is usually matthew gets home from work and like we you know talk about our day and like mm-hmm. do that and then we'll like go to the gym usually or go on a walk or something mm-hmm. like that and then you know i'll make dinner and maybe he is either helping or he might do some yard work or whatever but um then we'll like come back and maybe watch before we're like we actually go to bed mm-hmm. but then you know we go to bed and you can talk before bed as well yeah um so i feel like that we try to have like a balance about it too but another thing is like matthew's a big talker and like i'm someone who if i'm feeling anything like it's not gonna go uh quiet you know? yeah <laughs> like, i'm like i'm gonna need to talk to you about it yeah so i think that helps too because we have like a strong communication but i could see how letting it go like if you always put it off like because there are some times where i have felt this before where i'm like okay i'm tired i don't necessarily feel like bringing up this conversation right now yeah so maybe i won't and i'm thought to i've thought to myself if someone does that over and over how long does it take till you never talk about anything anymore because you just Mm. keep putting it off and putting it off and there's so many things in between now Mm -hmm. that you can't get to one you know and so that's why i've kind of in my head where i'm like even if i need an hour to you know get my energy up or whatever (laughs) yeah sure like i'm gonna bring this up yeah at some point and we're gonna talk about it you know even if it's just like something in me that i'm dealing with and it has nothing to do with him yeah you know like the personal problem that i'm going through or whatever like just to bring them into the situation or to talk about it and process it with them i think is important and not letting yourself p- pick the perfect moment to talk about something yeah, yeah you know just being free to talk to them about anything at any time mm-hmm. like no maybe you don't need to bring up something in front of a large group of people mm-hmm. <laughs> but like yeah you can have a conversation on the way to the group of people or you mm-hmm. can talk about it on your way back or or you know while you're eating dinner or while you're just walking around yeah. in the kitchen whatever it may be like you don't have to wait for like a meeting mm-hmm. you know totally <clears throat> i don't understand that honestly no <laughs> when people are like wait to bring up stuff yeah like and i mean not wait an hour till you're settled about it. Right. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, they no, are waiting until they go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, which seems like the worst possible <laughs> time. Like, right, right, right. I'm just saying, wait, waiting until the, their off day yeah. to, like, talk about stuff. Exactly. Or, like, waiting until their anniversary trip to, like, yeah. bring up what has been on their mind. I'm like, how bad? You know what I mean? Yeah. How much stuff is under the rug at this point? Exactly. And that's uh, where... I couldn't do it. Personally. I also think it goes back to before you get married, work on your communication, work on being free to talk to them about anything. Because, you know, I'm not saying like we started dating and everything was perfect. Like there was some rocky communication. He would hear things differently than the way I would say them. And then we get in fights about it. Yeah. So we had to f- kind of fix and like 
tone it up a little yeah, bit yeah. like okay you know what refine your communication skills exactly like when i say this not I'm everything not, is a big deal yeah i'm not making a fight about it or vice versa externally process exactly yeah and so even that will be helpful if you do it before marriage <laughs> because you'll still be refining it in marriage but uh-huh. it'll just get better and better see i used to think um this is so funny i was reading like the uh the mom book i forget the name our oh mothers our mothers ourselves thank you <laughs> so i was reading that book and it was talking about how um <laughs> how like a kid doesn't have like a big vocabulary when they're upset yeah. so they're just like Rah! like raging and like the <laughs> yeah. mom is just like okay kind of like hugs them calms them down and they're like it sounds like you were very frustrated with the fact that i told you to put that up in five minutes and then five minutes was over so it sounds like you're very disappointed you wanted to play with that and now you're frustrated that the time is over but you know (laughs) whatever anyway uh, but she lets them explode first and then she feeds it back to them yeah. and like what they were actually feeling. Right. And it helps the kid like learn verbiage for what they're actually feeling yeah. and be more articulate with this. I'm angry or I'm frustrated or uh, that hurt my feelings or, you know, mm-hmm. they're differentiating hate versus love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when something disappoints them they're just like raging like they just hate it yeah but they're learning okay i was frustrated or i was disappointed because i wanted to keep playing or whatever and i'm like in a funny way like i feel like coming into a relationship i felt like whenever something was on my mind i had to like give it like a presentation and <laughs> yeah. like be very articulate and kind of have my talking points and like my clincher of as why I, my argument was right mm-hmm. whatever you know I feel like I had to be like logical mm-hmm. and now I'm like well, I'm just like uh, I'm just annoyed you know blah, 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 blah. Yes, yes and I'm like I don't need you to correct me in the moment now and Peter doesn't mm-hmm. I'm like I feel like he's like the <laughs> not like he's the mother you know but like <laughs> I see that how it's so helpful even in adulthood to just be able to like just if you're on the receiving end just receive it all like all of their frustration or all of their angst let them get it all out yeah and it doesn't mean you have to do anything with all of it right and you're just like man like okay you know you just need a vent sometimes you just need a vent and you figure it out yeah and I think like the more that you can do that the faster it gets yeah exactly and Honestly, so many times it's not that you're frustrated with each other, Mm -hmm. you know, like some kind of confrontation. It's that you're frustrated about something else, which is getting in the way from you, like, I don't know, like being lighthearted around them. Right. So it does affect them, but it's not like you're always just angry at them for something. It's like you're angry at other things or whatever. Anyway. Right. um, The other thing I want to say is that when it comes to disagreements peter said this like so early on i think we were dating we're probably dating (laughs) and it was like so helpful because even if you're disappointed in them or like hurt by something that they did they chances are they're gonna feel remorseful for making you feel that way yeah and so realizing at that moment in time you guys are both still on the same side because you both wish it never happened yeah so you're still on the same team. Absolutely. You're not on opposing sides. Mm-hmm. You're really still good. fighting on the same side of, I <laughs> wish I didn't do this and I wish you didn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> so 
you're still like as long as you can see we're not against each other mm-hmm. we're still fighting on the same side um yep exactly you know we're still we're not playing tennis against each other yes <laughs> we're on we're double teamed on the same side right trying to hit the other curveballs i'm yes. using a, a nintendo switch analogy here um <laughs> or a tennis analogy <laughs> yeah a regular one yeah even regular <laughs> but yeah you're on the same side you're yes. not against each other. No, that's so. so true. And I think that's also, it sounds so simple, but yeah. it's something we had to learn. And yeah. like I said, you know, the beginning of communication and stuff. Like if like, you're upset with me, we're both disappointed. So now yeah. we're on the same side again. Yeah. And I had to like realize, oh, he, he didn't say that to try to intentionally hurt me. No. Because you can easily go there with people and yeah. think like they're just trying to say something to get a rise out of you. And, yeah. you know, maybe you've dealt with people who have done that, you know? Yeah. Who knows? But just knowing like, no, they're just trying to communicate as well. And maybe it didn't come out well. But if we can learn to communicate properly, then we'll both be able to say what we need to say and we won't have to fight about it. Yeah. You know? So. Yes. That's good. Good stuff. Okay. Someone said, no reason to talk crop crap about your relationship sorry no it's british (laughs) i have been watching a british show (laughs) don't be talking crap (laughs) (laughs) no reason to talk crap about your relationship online to strangers uh a hundred (laughs) percent are you kidding me please don't do that yeah but i will say oh my gosh that sounds like yeah obviously but it is trendy like on tiktok oh, instagram yeah. whatever call them calling their husbands out yeah. for everything and making a whole video of it oh yeah and you're like ouch like how are they okay with this it doesn't look good and yeah. so then i think people get this whole nasty representation of marriage mm-hmm. in their heads and it's mm-hmm. just it's not it's not cute yeah like also show if you're gonna do that in jest i get like some some people might have like a good relationship to like call each other out yeah but like show the loving parts too yes. don't just show all the things that they're doing wrong yes because again we go back to that first comment we talked about where you know it's not as hard as people said it would be yeah well people are not like younger people who are not married yet or even older people whatever they're looking at married people and they're thinking, oh, yeah, I guess it is really that hard. Yeah. It's like, show them another side. It's like parenting, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, they love to complain about being a parent. Yeah. And you finally talk to one refreshing person who's like, <laughs> you know, it's, totally. it's actually rewarding <clears throat> and it's really great. And like, you know. The, Those are hard to come by. Everybody's like, really parenting is. is just the worst. And you're like, Feral okay, well, then why constantly. do you want me to do it? Like, you know. Right. They just want, like, it it's seems like, like, okay, just misery loves company or like, <laughs> yeah. why do you want me to have kids? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, can we encourage each other? Yeah. Like, maybe you need, I don't know, some help. Like, yeah. what needs to happen? What needs to change? Because yeah. it's not motivating people to be excited about certain things. And it's, no it's causing people to be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we could just work on that. <laughs> right and like they said it's not okay to be constantly annoyed with your husband another one along the same lines it says constantly annoyed with your husband if he's a good man and you aren't abused there's no reason to be yeah same same thing yeah it's so true i mean like you don't need to also be going around 
and complaining like, all are the you, time. Are you tallying how many <laughs> annoying things they do? Yes. Like, that's not a good thing to tally. How about tally the other stuff? Because other, yes. like in one light, you'll just be frustrated with everything that they're doing. Yes. But if you're counting all the good things, you'll be focused on that and not looking at all the other Absolutely. things. So I'm like, yeah, choose your battles, man. Yes. Like, you're just... And once you start looking at all the good things, you'll start seeing all the good things even more. Yeah. You know? So whatever you're focused on, that is what's highlighted. Yeah. Totally. Um, okay. This person says, you suddenly realize that your childhood family is not as normal as you thought. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I, w- I wouldn't say like I'm like, oh, my family's not normal. But you just definitely see as you get older, like yeah. just different things about your family that are different than totally. other families. Or you realize like, okay, this family does this thing this way and like yeah. mine does it this way. And I'm know? not saying like you come from an unhealthy family, but you could be like, oh, we are the picture of a normal family. Yeah. And then you're like, huh. Exactly. Okay. I'm rethinking things. Yeah. You know, it's true. You just realize like it's not all like, yeah, everything that you're raised with is not mm-hmm. normal <laughs> necessarily. Yeah. Just because it was your experience forever, d- that doesn't mean that it was a normal thing to do. Right. And I think it's definitely highlighted highlighted in marriage. Oh, yeah. Because you're seeing two totally different families. Yes. And so you're like, okay, so we see what we want to bring into like our family that's good parts and then like leave some of these other parts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> This person says, I was only told how hard marriage was going to be. Maybe it's only our experience, but during our engagement season, that is all that people would tell us. Mm. No one talks about how great marriage is, only if you're intentional only if you are intentional about it being great every day. I was really scared because everyone said it was going to be hard, but that hasn't been my experience thus far. During our our engagement season, we talked about things that we needed to work on and change in order mm. to not have petty arguments in our marriage. We also understood that an amazing marriage doesn't just happen. We have to work on... Hold on. We have to work on that every single day and choose our battles. I hope that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. No. Um. So true. Yes. That's um, really good. And honestly... I feel like that is what engagements are for. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> not just to not talk about anything or right. like just to be excited about the wedding, plan the wedding. It's like get all of your stuff out of the way. Yes. Up until that point. And I feel like Peter and I even did that dating. <laughs> like we exactly. I say I was this gonna before. Say. Like I feel like we got the hard years of marriage out in dating. Yeah. So yeah all the arguing all the disagreement all the clunks yes you know (laughs) that all like we just worked it out yeah oh absolutely and then when we got engaged we're like cool we we made a decision now all of that is behind us yeah we don't have to argue about this anymore because we have chosen each other and that's all that matters it's true again that's what dating's for and even if you're engaged you know this is maybe like harsh to say but you are not locked oh, no. in no like you still have the engagement to figure out yeah if you should even move forward with yeah. marriage no totally and maybe it takes you that long to get there i don't know yeah but just know that it's better you than marrying them. back out like yeah like you don't want to be the story that's like yeah on my wedding day i was so nervous and you know, I knew it was the wrong I decision. I knew it was the wrong decision, but I did it because everyone's there and everything, yeah. you know, was happening and we made all these plans and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then a few years later, 
your divorce because you didn't listen to with so much more complication (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly and now you're married and like man a broken marriage is so much harder yeah than just a broken engagement yeah or a broken dating relationship oh my gosh like you have become one Mm -hmm. so it's like cutting your especially if you have kids now in the mix and all that like oh my gosh exactly so that's why you know i'm like are we beating a dead horse but like do the work before yep ask the hard questions don't just like get comfortable in the whole like fun of dating and we really like being around each other but we have no idea and we haven't thought about the consequences of this relationship moving forward like Mm -hmm. what are the problems that we already have what are the things that we're dealing with right now like what are things that even people have brought up to me Mm -hmm. like you can easily just deny 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 Mm -hmm. and act like no it'll be fine when maybe they're seeing something that you're not seeing yeah and you want the instant gratification you want to just move forward with it because you know maybe you feel desperate maybe you really want to get married maybe you really do feel like you love this person Mm -hmm. and you want to be with them and you'll do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just not it yeah and so you need to do the work beforehand so you're not causing yourself more problems in the future Mm -hmm. yeah i heard someone say like in premarital counseling if they leave a premarital counseling session and break up then it was a successful counseling session exactly because you figured it out yes but (laughs) that's i'm like get everything out there in dating because then you can just like you you've moved past all these issues right (laughs) you know like try to be as hard-hitting as you can when you're dating and engaged and like bring up all these different things to talk about and work through and things that you disagree on bring them up then yes because if you can work through it then especially like getting engaged you're like cool like we've resolved it we've laid everything out and decided like this is good and it's a go yeah we've reached our no go no go no go point and we're gonna go for it and we don't have to bring all this other stuff again up again and like when things do come up like in a sense it's already handled because yeah. like we know we're still going to choose each other at the end of it so let's work through it but like it's not like jarring and like did i make the wrong decision because it's like no exactly. i already made my decision exactly yeah okay someone wrote in and said the most tension in marriage came from an idea of this person is joining my family not realizing that marriage needs to be about you forging your own family oh yeah so good which we kind of hit on that earlier but this really hits it home i feel like yeah it is depending on the family they're definitely like they could definitely be like they're becoming one of us you Uh know like they're joining they're joining our circus you know what i mean (laughs) like this is how we do it's like yeah and especially if one of you has that thought too of like oh they're joining our tribe right it's like that that was a different mentality yeah than probably what it needed to be which is we are starting our own right and Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's not that you're rejecting any parts of no you know his family your family whatever no you can pick the best of her one yeah yeah exactly but you do have to realize like at the end of the day it is you and him or you and her Mm -hmm. um and so those decisions need to be made together and it's not going to be like him teaming up with his family against you or you teaming up with your family against him. Like yep. that should never happen. Yep. And it should always be we are united front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Um, okay. This one says, 
Things that you didn't deal with on a personal level will bubble out on the surface level after marriage. So anything from being messy in your spaces to unforgiveness from someone in your past, everything in between. Ooh, yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, I was talking to another friend and uh, they were like, I mean, basically she said something that was so good. And she just said, I think marriage is like a mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you have to be uncomfortable with being called out for doing stuff yeah it's gonna be very uncomfortable but if you are like I don't know if you've ever maybe as a kid your mom like was trying to teach you manners at the table Mm -hmm. and had you sit down and eat in front of a mirror no some people (laughs) some people do that and you see that you're like rolling your food around in your mouth and like hunching over and just being a slob and so that really helps you to like see in the mirror yeah but like your spouse is going to um the things that you've been able to get away with, you know, yeah. on your own for so long. Now you have somebody watching you and like showing you what you're doing. Right. And it's like clear. Um, it's clear that it's you, you know, you can't blame it on somebody else. Mm-hmm. So like if you're uncomfortable with the mirror, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying that they're calling you out is in like a rude way, but like you are going to get confronted with why you're messy. Yeah. Why you haven't forgiven people, why you're shady, why, you know, yeah. If you're not comfortable with like looking at an accurate version of who you are. Right. Then marriage is going to be hard and is going to be very uncomfortable. But like the more you frequent the mirror mm-hmm. and like look at yourself, then you're like, oh, OK, it wasn't that bad. I just have a couple hairs out of place. <laughs> yeah, <know>? exactly. So <laughs> that's good. The longer you go in between those accurate self-reflections, I think the harder it is for somebody else to point those out to you. Yes. But when oh, you... Yeah do it so often you know right yeah yeah especially if you're living in this like prideful life where you think you have all the right answers and you know heaven's wisdom and you never make mistakes right if someone points out a mistake you're like right oh wow okay that's new so i could see that that would be very hard to handle up front yeah. You know, if that's something you've never experienced, especially if you do, you know, I know there's like some people out there who have like relationships that are skewed with their parents mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, they have hung the moon their whole life yeah. to their parents. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, they this never. This is my mothering book. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like they have never been told anything wrong a day in their life right. because they've known how to like kind of uh even present themselves in a way that creates only like the golden child mentality oh yeah and then you know you get in a relationship and someone's like actually you know that that's not okay and you're not gonna be like that anymore right and they have to come to terms with the fact that they're actually not what they thought they were their whole life yeah that's tough Oh, yeah. But that'll be, that's marriage for you. Yeah. <laughs> Read the mothering book with the trophy child chapter yeah. for more info. Yes. <laughs> on this one. Truly. Um, I want to bring up one other thing that a friend of mine said, because I thought it was just so good. Yeah. And we were talking about, like, why why is marriage so, or why do people say marriage is so hard? And, again, not discounting people who do have hard marriages for one reason or the other, but I think right. a healthy picture of what it's supposed to be like is marriage is not hard. Marriage is a refuge 
from hard. I love that so much. And I feel that so yeah. deeply. Like life is hard. <laughs> Marriage is your safe space oh, away from all of the hard things. <laughs> That's such like a good this quote. is how you get away from all of the tough stuff in life. Oh, it's raining. <gasps> Yay! Oh, how magical. Yeah, it's kind of like it. the thunder on the epic yeah. moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got some rain on it. Yeah, like marriage is your safe space. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Ooh. I truly love that. Yeah. Because honestly, yeah, you can have so many hard days and you just come home to the person that makes you feel safe and comfortable and, you know, you know that you can... Like, it's it's so great because I there's some dark thoughts I'll have you know <laughs> like you know I'm not saying like dark in the way of like yeah, yeah. dark dark but you know yeah. what I mean like you just dark about people or life or whatever right and I'm able to say them to Matthew yeah and he's not judging me for them exactly he knows that that's not my true heart exactly I, like you said sometimes you need to vent and you yeah. get some things out but in the end of the day right he knows that, yeah, I'm going to get to the place of like, okay, I need to forgive them. Yes. But at that moment, I got to tell you the, the dark part that's in my, my head right, right now, you know? Right. So, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's safe. Okay. So one of our favorite episodes of The Office is in the Michael Scott Paper Company where Michael starts his own paper business yeah. and Pam like comes with them to start his own business and so like one of the one of the things that happens is in the beginning michael is being like very irrational and he's like i can't do it like i already quit and, and pam like talks into, into him and she's like well you know we got to get out there we got to make some clients whatever because yeah. he's like putting it off and like being you know kind of uh crumbling you know Right. With the pressures. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, she's like, I quit my job. Why did I do this? Like, you're a terrible boss. We're not going to make any sales. Why did I give up my, you know, my position with my benefits and all this stuff? And then he is like now the adult. And he's yeah. like, listen up, Pam. We can either try. Okay. Or that's the only option because you quit. So, and you know, and he's like toughening her up. Yeah. And it's just so funny, like, whenever one person is falling apart, like, the other one is the adult yes. and, like, helps pull things together. So, like, you do feel that, you know, in yes. marriage. It's kind of like when one person is being irrational or, like, on a dark day, you know, yeah. the other person can rally and, like, get you out of it. Yes. That is another thing, just to quickly say, like, it's important to find someone who is on that same level yeah. as you about things like that like even when it comes to faith like yeah because that's something i didn't realize before getting married how important it would be mm -hmm. to have someone when i am like in my low spots to have them pull me up or vice yeah. versa if they're like in a low spot i can pull them up and like you know even point them to like the lord and like right. scripture and like pray with each other and if you have someone that you've always been pulling up your whole dating life yeah and then you get married don't expect that to change right like you're gonna hit your low point one day and it's gonna be hard for them to yeah. pull you up because they have yet to do it yeah they don't have that experience no Oof. that's good yeah um okay someone else wrote in and said the second one of you keeps score you both lose the Ooh. second that one of you keeps score, you both lose. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, I agree. That is very true. If you're like counting points of like, I did this, they did this, I did this, they did this. Like, yeah, 
you're not you're not playing the game right no you again lost yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly no that's so true yeah because you got to realize again you're on the same side of the tennis court so what are you trying to do find another player like is that is that what you're trying to do yeah because that's your only option is to find another another spouse so like if you realize you don't want that then quit quit talking about how they didn't do all these things and try to like work with them Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so good yeah (laughs) okay um this person says having children together changes everything in both amazing and challenging ways and then i got another response that was kind of like along the same lines Mm. um i think they kind of like responded to that one it said in regard to marriage changing you when you have kids my thought that kids change you as does any big life stage change. Interestingly, in your marriage relationship, I think that some of your biggest strengths as a couple is highlighted when becoming a parent. Then some of your weak spots as a couple can show up with a new kid or a big life change. Mm. You are always growing, aka changing as a person, which is good. And as a parent, your heart is changed in the best way. Mm, that's good. I think that's really good. And I think, you know, it's kind of differentiating between like parenting is so hard rather than just saying life changes mm-hmm. are hard and yeah. that life changes expose any weak spots that you have right and not just blaming like things on the kids because I think it is all about your capacity mm-hmm. to be able to handle stuff so like if you're at max capacity and then you add on a huge life change like moving like having a kid yeah. like having another kid um, and you don't have more space, then everything is going to get like to the seams right? and start bursting. Absolutely. You know? So it's like your relationship might be on the bursting line or mm-hmm. your time together or your energy. <laughs> like you've got to cut something out when you're going to have a big life change. Otherwise, you're not going to have the capacity to like process, mm-hmm. deal with it. Yeah. And re-strengthen your other spots, I think. Right. And, you know, to point out what that person wrote in about it points out your strengths and your weaknesses. I think it goes back also to being a team. Like when you go into having kids, you need to prepare yourself to go in as a team. It's not like and maybe you need to have a conversation about this, but it's not going to be like, you know, I only do all of these things with the baby and you never do anything. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, like we're going to be doing this as a team. And that means we are, you know, parenting as a team and we're on the same page as a team. And we, we are going to need to lean on each other. Like it's, it might be tough because it is a total big life change. But if we're going in it together as a united front, man, it's going to be easier. Yeah. Anything really in life. Truly. Yeah, and just, like, as long as your capacity is there, you know. And I think, like, some people are, like, having kids is so crazy and hard and put so much stress on your marriage. And I'm, I'm like, obviously, I haven't done it, so, you know, mm-hmm. could be true for some people, yeah. you know. But I'm, like, how close to getting married did you have the kid? Yeah. And, like, maybe it was just that your major life changes were all happening back to back and you had no time to recover. Yeah, it's true. So, like, yeah, I'm not discounting that it's probably hard, but, like, think about what else was going on in your life at that point. Like, were you living on your own for the first time? Then you're married mm -hmm. for the first time. Then you moved for the first time. Then you had a kid for the first time. Yeah. 
it changed jobs for the first time i don't know and maybe don't wait till the kids grow up to start working on your team yeah and like if you need to reach out for help and yeah. you know you're like okay maybe we haven't worked on our communication and we've been married for five years or ten years or whatever right it's never too late like you can right. get help like go to counseling go to marriage counseling like you know talk to some friends whatever you need to do but yeah. work on that part of your team yeah you know i yeah 100 <laughs> percent. that's really good uh last one i think <laughs> we had a lot <laughs> yeah um but some of them are you know similar um just because they're not giving you love in your love language doesn't mean they're not loving you mm. yeah very true yeah very sometimes true. you're like they don't buy me gifts like yeah you know and you're thinking about this other couple who just bought them like yeah, something, yeah. their favorite skincare and you're like well how would my husband know yeah exactly. what i wanted exactly. when they're doing all this other stuff for me and like right you know i don't know like yes. washing my car and doing other acts of service but you're like i just want a gift yes but i will say this it is never a um what's the word i'm looking for it's never a problem to or a bad thing to over communicate like i remember before i got married actually someone told me they were like i don't even remember how the conversation came up maybe it's just about communicating but they were saying how like their love language is to get receive gifts yeah and so they literally told their husband like hey like you know on this day like whatever special day it was like i really want to receive like card yeah and i want flowers yeah and i want just gifts. say what you want don't expect and them to read your mind exactly yeah. like don't expect them to read your mind that is yeah. the main topic of this yeah. is you have to communicate because if you don't and you get mad yeah it's because they're not meeting the un the uh unmentioned expectations yeah like you haven't talked about it yeah so maybe you know if you haven't told them that you want these things yeah do that first yeah. before you get mad automatically yeah i i peter peter's family literally just does not do gifts and i'm like wait what i was not raised <laughs> like that at all yeah. so literally just saying like hey i don't want to be told on my birthday um that i want to buy you a bike this year uh-huh like wrap a bicycle <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't want you to tell me we I can come buy something. Yeah. I want a wrapped present. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, and it's, there's nothing wrong with e either one, but I'm just right. telling you, like, That's what if you, you want, want me to feel special, exactly. wrap it. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to buy it. It's like, what you is, buy it. I'll tell you what I want, but you go you buy it. Special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to buy my own present. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah like i'll tell you i i'm okay knowing what it is but i yeah. want you to buy it yeah i want you to wrap it i want you to do the effort totally. i just i want that yeah yeah no, that's okay that. absolutely all about communication <laughs> i think moral of the story is communication <laughs> well people always do say that so that's not the one thing people didn't tell you about it, but yeah. they maybe not don't tell you what to communicate about or like what's most important. right um there is one last one um, having a sexless marriage does not mean that your marriage is bad. Sometimes it means that your health is bad, mm. your stress level is bad, or your sleep is bad. Mm. You don't have to blame it on your marriage. Mm. I think this is good, good to bring up because I think if if you're in that scenario and you're like, we have no connection, we have no intimacy anymore, well, like yeah. we are out of love. Yeah. <laughs> Again, kind of maybe like the roommate phase. Right. 
just like take a step back and be like, okay, why Mm -hmm. is it because our marriage is worthless, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing there and we should walk away from it. Yeah. Is it because like we are flawed as a couple or is it because, you know, you need to quit that job Mm -hmm. or is it because you haven't slept in weeks? Yeah. Is it because your body is like so out of whack with Mm -hmm it's just like trashed from like years and years and years of eating junk and uh, being on medications or whatever. Yeah. Like what is actually causing it? Is it because you guys don't love each other or is it because there's something else going majorly wrong Mm -hmm. and you guys need to double team it and work on that? Yeah. To get it back. You know, I'm just saying like, first of all, it doesn't mean that it's just because it is, um, first of all, you might need to hear that it is more normal, but sorry, maybe common, mm-hmm. but not normal. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it, it's the same thing with like, you know, women being like, oh, my periods are like the worst thing. I feel yeah. like I'm dying. It's like common, not normal, exactly. like should not be that way. Right. Unhealthy. Yes. But doesn't mean game over. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So not good. Need to work on this, but it doesn't mean you guys are in major marriage trouble and need You'll to go never to counseling or something the way it should. like yeah. yeah it might not even mean that you need to go to marriage counseling and you're on the rocks you know mm-hmm. which i think you could get to that point yeah. if you never never are intimate and you don't right. like yeah you don't have that aspect of your relationship like it is serious right or it, it will get serious quickly yeah but it doesn't mean that you have to point back to your marriage and say like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You guys are in serious <laughs> marriage trouble when you could be like, you need to go to a doctor. You need to go get a blood panel. You yeah. need to go get a Dutch test and figure out what's going on I- I- with your hormones. Yeah. Or you need to quit that job because you have your stress. Like, obviously, if you're in high stress, you're not going to have an appetite. You're going to do survival things. Yeah. So like your hair is going to fall out. You're not going to have an appetite. Yeah. You're not going to want to procreate. <laughs> Right. Because your body is trying to survive. Yeah. So when when your body is in a state of survival or when it's in a heightened stress, all of those things are extra and they are being cut out because your body is focusing on surviving. Mm -hmm. So it's going to cut out the appetite, going to cut out the fun. It's going to cut out the sex drive. It's going to cut out everything else. So like, yeah, maybe just look at the glaringly obvious other stuff that you need to both be on the same team about to like conquer. Right. And and Maybe. don't feel bad about your marriage. Yeah. You know? Also look into your birth control if you're on oh it. I mean, that will... It uh, literally is known like, to suppress libido. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that might be a factor that you're just not even aware of. Yes. You know? Um, but also, yeah, just not accepting that as like an automatic failure. Like, right. Like there's still... Again, it's never too late to start over, try again, to fix it, to communicate. You know, maybe yes. you just need to communicate. Like, what can we do? Like, right. what are the solutions? Right. Are, maybe we're not satisfied with the way things are. Yeah. So let's work on it. Let's see what needs to be worked on and let's yeah. get it back to normal yes. before we give up. You yes. know, that's really good. So that that's good. Yeah. Good that's stuff. Really good. All right. Well, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Had a Hope lot you of guys days. enjoyed. Um, this is courtesy of Matthew and Kelly's wedding anniversary. <laughs> so we just wanted to, yeah, do a little marriage episode. 
it's more always, fun time. Always a good time. Thank you guys for writing in. We yes. loved reading what you have to say. Agreed with so much stuff. So many good things out there. Um, this is really helpful. So hope you guys enjoyed. And as always, we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. If you like this, make sure you pass it on to a friend. Um, yeah. Forward it to somebody that you know. They'll um, really enjoy it. Maybe they're yeah. about to get married. Send it over. 100%. <laughs> Send it to your spouse. Make the guys listen. <laughs> yeah. This, too. this is going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. And see you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Make sure that you're following us at Honesty Club Podcast on Instagram or check out our website, thehonestyclub.com to be a part of future episodes. You can submit an idea for a topic or write in with a story for us to share. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review or share it with a friend. See you next Thursday.